0: So, so, are we switching roles and in you're introing this one? I mean, I could do the intro, yeah. We're in hi, the- everybody. <laughs>
1: hi, this is no chick flick moments, but this isn't a regular episode. This is a quarantine mini episode. It Did is. Did we settle?
0: Was it quarantine-y-so? Quarantini. I, I think, I think we're gonna, we're gonna go with the NCFM quarantini okay yes
1: it kind of feels like the martini of no chick flick moments like we're getting a little bit party fun times yes. here
0: yes fireside chat yes. but martinis yes. aren't a fireside chat thing unless you're we can is, make it it's what? it's quarantine who gives a fuck <laughs> What what's it called glamping glamping i think oh
1: yeah like what lilith and her crew of immediately killed people Uh uh-huh yeah yeah that's that's what we're doing but inside separate houses inside separate countries Uh, i was gonna i was gonna make it i was gonna
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i was trying i was trying to make a joke of of my recording space being in a closet but it i it didn't come to me fast enough so So I mean,
1: yeah, it's it's reality. Hi Aries. You wanna be on it too? I told you he he's out of practice, but he knows.
0: I think I think that since this is a quarantine, um, we should formally introduce Aries as as a third member of the Yeah. He's not a
1: a host, but he's a special guest. Uh Uh-huh. Aries!
0: Come here, come here. What the fuck was that noise? <laughs> I
1: have so many recordings of this cat waking up because the first minute after he reboots from a nap <laughs> are the most ungodly <laughs> noises. Like, they're not cat noises. They are cu- they can be cute noises, but they're unpredictable and they're definitely not feline in nature. So Aries, <laughs> come be here. Come be special guest. Oh, Lis-
0: you're shy now. Listeners, I'm sure that you've all just been dying of curiosity because, uh, try as we might, we <laughs> Aries will not be contained. <laughs> no.
1: Did you know, Remy? We actually had a listener question come in about whose cats these are that are being the special guests. Really? Who? Yeah. When? Where? Um, someone that I've been chatting with for the fandom. Trump's hate. She's uh-huh. one of the auction winners, and she sent me an email, and she's like, I've just always been kind of wondering, who, who <laughs> is that in the background? <laughs> Why, that's Aries. Thank yes. you for asking. Yes. So, <laughs> I have two kitties that they were kind of rescues off the side of the road out in the countryside about 10 years ago, and... I wasn't able to move them into town with me because I was renting at the time. But once I finally got a place of my own, I was able to rescue them. And that's why they are recent special guests. And Sparta, he tends to be quiet, but Ares is a little showboat. And so he's the one whose belly you hear constantly ringing.
0: <laughs> I, I have my own, you know harem of animals i've got a a dog a a dog i have two dogs and a cat and uh uh but but they are they they keep keep away mostly because there's about four doors doors between us (laughs) and we've had the occasional special guest of yours that was
1: your bird i think oh yes
0: yes and my parakeet my parakeet she she says hi sometimes uh b we haven't really we haven't really talked about what we're doing here well isn't it obvious
1: (laughs) (laughs) we are here because i mean the hiatus is rolling on and this was the week this week that we're recording not necessarily the week that this episode's coming out but this was the week that Supernatural was supposed to have its series finale aired. And unfortunately, due to global circumstances, that's not the case. But that doesn't mean that we want to just be sitting home. Yeah, Aries. We don't want to just be sitting here quiet and waiting for the show to come back. So we figured we would make our own sort of media to present to your guys' podcast feeds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we, um, you know, we're, we're still getting, uh, a good bit of supernatural content just trickling through the, the, the pipes and we can come together and talk about it. Just have a little fun with what new through social media or, uh, articles or, you know, videos are coming out, um, week by week and also share a little bit about ourselves and what we're doing uh during this quarantine and how we're uh, entertaining ourselves what new media and entertainment we're discovering with all of our uh newfound free time yeah So the idea is that if you guys are still only
1: here for the supernatural meta or news or entertainment in that regard, then that's what you're going to hear at the top of these quarantinis. But beyond that, we're also going to just talk a little personally about stuff that's going on, how we've been coping, and as Remy mentioned, just sort of what sort of other things out in the entertainment world we've been enjoying.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And and we miss you guys. And we, yeah. we, miss, we miss talking and sitting down and and you know just having uh, having these connections. And so I'm very excited that we, like you said, B are not just going to sit and wait through this new unexpected hiatus. We'll uh we'll still we'll still um come together.
1: Yeah. And so, the podcast episodes we will certainly label if you guys are just looking to skip over this. If you're only here for the meta, that's totally fine. We have no qualms over you skipping these. But if you are feeling maybe a little lonely as we shelter in place, then this is sort of an opportunity for us to talk. And talk we will, Aries.
0: <laughs> yes. Hold on, I need another sip of my beer. I'm getting nervous, I'm nervous again. Ares has turned his back to me, and he looks haughtily over
1: one shoulder and <laughs> catches me in one eye, and then he does his little meow, just <laughs> to make sure that he is constantly interrupting the recording.
0: <laughs> I, oh my gosh, So I've been working from home. I've been fortunate enough to be able to work remotely in my office job. Um, So I've been working from home for the past, gosh, it must be going on three months now. Um, But yeah, so is my husband. And like I said, I have three, three animals, one of which loves to hop up and sit on my lap and the other two, which like to come and say hi when I'm talking on conference calls. (laughs) And I get uh, noisy dogs at my elbow who really want some pets right now, please. Oh, I totally relate to that. Because I've been working from home too. I mean,
1: it's not anything new for me. I've been a remote worker for a couple years now. But since having the cats become adopted into the household my conversations with my manager and co-workers <laughs> have had these special guests appear in the background and I'm like oh my god I'm so embarrassed because here my boss is telling me of like some critical change that we're going to be doing or he's looking for updates and then my cats are just sitting there going hello my baby hello my <laughs> and I'm like please stop I can't move you and talk to him at the same time,
0: <laughs> pumpkin my cat she will come she's the one who will come and get my lap when I'm in my office chair and she's very she's very old and very grumpy and she loves to cuddle, but only on her terms and if you mm-hmm. jostle her one too many times, like say when I'm working and trying to type or. Mm-hmm. Or present something, uh, she she freaks out and she'll like bite my arm and then run away like I, <laughs> like I've I've wronged her in some great way just by needing to type when she's trying to sit on my lap. Uh, well, you're not being a good cushion there, right? I know, <laughs> I know. But the worst offender is 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 the parakeet. I. I love her, but also when it's 6:30 in the morning and and we have our well, I okay, fine, fine, fine. Our daily stand, stand up is 7. But when it's 7 in the morning and we're having our stand up and I have a a bird who's screaming at the dawn behind me. <laughs> the sun has come and I am mad about it. <laughs> I always forget to cover her cage. Oh, and 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 then I I pay for it. Oh man.
1: Yeah. My pets tend to be quiet in the morning, but as the day goes on, they get more vocal. And it seems to be that the end of the day is when everyone's like, oh shit, five o'clock's coming. I better call B and get this <laughs> other piece of information I need. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but <laughs> I'm so sorry for the cat screaming. <laughs>
0: We, uh, Gosh. we promised supernatural. Yeah, we did, right? We did. It took it took us two minutes to even go anywhere beyond. Like, yeah, we're just calling a chat, guys. Hey guys, <laughs> we're still just chatting.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no hiatus has had seven weeks of shaving people, punting things, blooper videos come out. Which is huge. I mean, I don't know about what it was like before season 13, but I only remember maybe one or two videos coming out each year for the last couple years. So we're getting pretty well fed
0: with blooper material right now. Yes, and I've missed it too. Have you actually watched the backlog of blooper videos for like all the previous seasons?
1: no i haven't it's really just been in the last couple months here that it's encouraging me where i'm like oh man like there
0: is a backlog here maybe i should catch up it's really fun i love them it it, like honestly when i first years ago when i first got into supernatural it was about i don't know season 10 i think um and uh and I was just lapping up whatever content I could get my hands on. And mm-hmm. going through those blooper videos uh from all the previous seasons, it's just a hoot and a half. They've always been like one of my favorite things about the uh, supernatural extras. Yes. The and they evolved a lot over the years too. So it's it, it really became a production that has now accumulated into the 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 shaving people hunting things series.
1: Yeah, this whole channel that you can look up. Yeah. I think that it was actually the blooper reels that I saw before I even watched an episode of Supernatural. Because, I mean, we've kind of discussed this in our introductory podcast episode, but I started off reading fanfic, and then I didn't know what everyone looked like, and I made up my own cast, which was horrific, (laughs) and we shouldn't discuss it, but then I was like, well, maybe I should see who these people are, and I really didn't know where to get Supernatural, it was the summer, and I'm isolated, so I just went on YouTube and I was looking at blooper reels. So, like, that's where I got to see them first. And I was like, holy fuck, their voices are deep. And this is <laughs> doing me a little bit of frighten. But, yeah, I never watched a serious second of the show before I saw them acting like complete clowns.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean, it, it's so funny I was, I went back and I rewatched all of the, um, shaving people hunting things. No, wait, sorry. Shaving people punting things. We need an acronym. What's the, uh, what's the acronym for that? Yeah,
1: nope. (laughs) I will not be able to recreate that sound. We can't use it.
0: (laughs) Anyways, I went back and watched all of the videos that came out in the last, uh, month, which are seven, like you said uh like a ton of videos and it really made me nostalgic for the uh the old um blooper drops because it, it used to be like like literally 20 minutes straight of just the season 10 bloopers the season 8 bloopers and and it it was just like i i could i couldn't breathe after watching all of those just choice moments back to back to back and and seeing the shaving people punting things uh series really ramp it up and and give us a give us uh, a lot of content it it made me realize that we I guess, haven't had that much blooper content in the past couple of years. Just these, like, high, highly produced um, shaving people punting things videos. And I was like, uh, yum, 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 Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. Give me all of them. I know. I This is supernatural. This is Jared Pakalecki and Jensen Pakalecki. Pakalecki, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fan podcast, by the way. I took a, you know, I took a running dive at it. Like, I just, like, I just, like, <laughs> honestly, I was just like, uh, I just gotta go. I just gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> you might have hit the floor with your face, but it's fine. We're here. <laughs> so this is, this is Jared and Jensen, and they, you, you know, they... That there must be hundreds of hours of nonsense in the, in the annuals. and oh, exactly. <sighs> and we're so, only getting
1: a glimpse. And we're getting more of a glimpse than usual, like you said. Mm-hmm. So it's so much fun. So which, fun. which one of these seven would you say is your favorite?
0: Oh no, a favorite? <laughs> right You're on gonna the s- spot. You're going to make me pick a favorite? You know, oh, okay. Um, I really... I really liked first beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but oh my god. It came out and we should say, guys, these new episodes in case you didn't know, we have been getting a new uh, shaving people punting things uh, video on the YouTube feed every Monday for the yeah. past couple for the past couple of months.
1: Yeah, so we've been pretty lucky in that regard, and so if you are wondering where you can get this, you can go look it up on YouTube, or if you go on to, say, Twitter, one of the cast has undoubtedly reblogged or retweeted, or whatever Twitter likes to call their things, the link to these Vimeo videos, but like you're saying the first beer one is just jensen being a clown because the beer he cracked open is actually foaming over and <laughs> misha has to kind
0: of sass him over it of course i and then i i guess i guess in the scene the the um the room was supposed to start shaking and we get the shaky cam and uh, Jared is not Jared, Jensen has, still has the beer and he's trying to like drink it and he's being a total clown about it with the shaky cam. And, so hammed up. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> like that he is still trying to play this off so seriously when it is so ridiculous. But on, on, you know, playing shit seriously, my favorite thing about these videos is that I can watch, for example, which one was it? It was, um, Igits, which was the uh video from three weeks ago. And and it is the bloopers from um episode five, episode six, with uh with the werewolf bros and uh the newly revealed Lilith. Yeah, I think it was five. Mm-hmm. And and it's the bloopers from that episode, and they, I I I just watch this and I'm like these are the these are the people that I think are good actors on the reg. Like,
1: yeah, you're like, oh my god, you're making my perception shake. <laughs> 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 what we get to see if for the 43 minutes per episode is like serious business for the brothers, and then you realize, oh no, they've been clowns in like every other shot that they've taken.
0: Yeah, yeah. In some of their flops, like in in that one um Idgits, uh, uh there's one scene where uh, uh uh Jensen is trying to deliver a line and he 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 plays it flat and he knows he plays it flat. And j- and you just see him like slowly break under the pressure of. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs>
1: Or that he goes completely over the top when he's supposed to be receiving one of those psychic cuts against his face. And they're like, no, like, give us a little bit more. And so he, the next take of it, he completely, like, spins 360 <laughs> and then ragdolls across the floor. And it's like, I think you could do more. I think you do do that with more energy there. Like, oh, my God. How anything gets done is amazing.
0: I I don't know. I I, I don't even think that the cast and crew knows how anything gets done.
1: (laughs) It just has to be so baked into the mold right now that they're like, no, we're going to shoot 15 hours, but only 13 of it's going to be usable. Two hours we're going to have to discard. (laughs) And they're like, thank God when it comes to this COVID situation, because it turns out that footage is secretly gold right now. We can just... (laughs) put a little bit of sparkle on
0: it and send it out the door and and that uh that one video with uh the lilith actress uh that is new to season 15 really got to me because this was like whenever there's a blooper uh reel that has um that in- involves someone who i know to be basically like a virgin supernatural actor in it. Mm-hmm. So this they're is a like, recurring cast. Yes, yeah. This is their first episode and then they're subjected to this. And it's just so it's so I basically want to hide under a blanket and just be just and just oh pray for gosh. these people.
1: Yeah, and especially if you maybe aren't aware that this is the culture that they've cultivated of just, yes, we take the show seriously, but we also have fun. Then it could be a real shock to you to be like, oh, like, I want to make sure I'm not flubbing up my lines. I want to be doing things perfectly. And then here are the leads clowning around.
0: Mm-hmm. What w- what was your favorite, B? Which one?
1: Um, I think I actually got sentimental over the a spell of my own devising. So that was the one that had Jack and Cass and Rowena and Sam and Dean in the crypt, and they were planning what they were going to do in the Rupture mm-hmm. episode. And it made me really sentimental because this was the kind of flubbed up scene that got spoken about a lot at VancouverCon back in August of 2019. Was it August? August? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it it came with not only great humor because we have a combined cast. Like, it's not just, say, Jared and Jensen or maybe Jared and Misha. We have... Ruthie and we have Alex in this as well and they're all just either struggling or they are riffing off of the fact that this spell sounds very close to vulva <laughs> <laughs> and just also knowing that this was something that was funny enough to them that they were bringing it up at van con as part of their panels that whole thing it was like Having, I don't know, like, GPS, I had a triangulated vision of this shaving people punting things video that made it all the more enriched and funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really brought you back to that, to 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 that con where we you know it was our first con first time uh meeting each other in person yeah. and uh and being you know present at at a, a, the fan convention and that was when the the whole cast was just fresh off filming that scene and it was just the the highlight of their week and then they shared it with all of us and it it, you're right it really brought me straight back there to to last summer oh my gosh what is time
1: yeah Yeah. like we don't get to see ruthie's face ruthie's face in this Mm -hmm. video but knowing that like misha described her as being like beat red and even ruthie was like i have never been like more convulsive laughing in my life. Like, I could not keep straight. And like, Misha's like, Yeah, we broke her. She's laughing. And like, she never breaks. And so, yeah, just knowing that that footage is just hilarious on its own, right? The way mm-hmm. that they can clown and like Misha trying to get Alex to flub up his lines. But then to also know that like they took away from that moment too, being like, That was really fun. Mm-hmm. It just, it warms my heart. I'm sentimental as fuck.
0: <laughs> You're allowed be the- mm. trying times. I would say trying times only because it, now we're in this state of, um, I guess, I guess, just in suspension over the fact that you know this show is still ongoing but still ending. It's just like we. We we thought that the end was coming and we were preparing for it, but now we have a a a whole n- n- unexpected half a year more of of having you know knowing that the show is still is still trucking on, mm-hmm. but still well, coming to an end. Yeah, but
1: there's kind of a comfort I take from it too because the show would have been done this month you know Uh it would have been done in may of 2020 but this show is not done yet (laughs) and we're actually going to get almost a pseudo season 16 so it'll come back in the fall with seven episodes with no hiatus in them so we're going to get almost two months solid of supernatural content when it comes back presumably in october
0: yeah Yeah. And I think that I talked to you a little bit about this and how, how I, you know, just me, I personally feel about, um, about the, the, the hiatus and Mm -hmm. with, with everything that has happened you know just out in the world and and everything is in a, hot, a time of kind of high stress and high anxiety i am actually very grateful that um that we we, we were able to break uh during this you know these these yeah Glo-
1: you know the like we don't have to process the end of supernatural at the same time that we're processing shelter at home orders and mm-hmm. a pandemic on a global level like we get to kind of go okay times are tough And I don't have to put a scoop of. And my favorite show is ending on top of that cake. Like we get to know. I'm going to save my dessert for later. Like that, I kind of do appreciate as much as it sucks to not have new episodes right now. Mm -hmm. It feels good to know we have a bulk of new episodes waiting
0: for us still. And to know that when they do come, um, I'll feel a lot better um or I'll feel much more emotionally prepared to deal with the yeah. fact that supernatural is is coming to an end at that time yeah. then I, yeah. I, I I just I really where I think um my main concern on that was coming from is that uh I just really want to be able to invest myself wholly in the enjoyment of of the end of the show. And, yes. and I I didn't feel well-equipped to do that Yeah, right now.
1: I'm optimistic for the future. That doesn't necessarily mean that I think that's a realistic point of view of how things are going to go in the real world. But however the show does come back, I am hopeful that we're going to have the episodes... And just be able to enjoy that hour for what it is, rather than sort of as uh, as sixty minutes where you're not thinking of other things. You know, I want mm-hmm. to spend sixty minutes thinking of supernatural rather than, okay, cool, that was a good distraction, but I didn't retain it. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to do with this final season here.
0: Yes. so still, still excited for, yes, for next fall. Yes, One, I. It's so funny. It's so funny. I. I just remember I myself posted um something on Tumblr that was like, "Okay, our final hiatus. The the, mm-hmm. the this is the last time we'll have we'll have a hiatus." And then, boy, what did you see? <laughs> what did they what say? Done. <laughs> <laughs> what What do they say about well placed plans? Oh, they're You wave at them as you drive by. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's not at all what they say. I'll <laughs> but say I that like right that right one too. <laughs> and 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 talking about uh, plans, um, man, I'm still. You know what? You know what? I'm mostly. I'm mostly. Um, uh, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Miffed about w- with the with the disruption is that mm-hmm. with. No chick flick moments. We were, we, our schedule was so tight. It was gonna be, it was gonna be the whole of season fourteen during the the fourteen fifteen hiatus. We were gonna go mm-hmm. through fifteen. 15- and then mm-hmm. after 15, the world was our oyster. We are going to hop back to <laughs> one or, or pick up uh, old faves in, in, you know, past supernatural. But it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right right now to, to jump back into the later episode, uh, the earlier episodes and yeah. start really NCFMing again. Um Yeah, because we definitely
1: intend to continue the podcast by kind of restarting. We go to season one, episode one. But we discussed back when season 14 was finished and we were waiting for season 15. It was kind of like, well, should we start working on season one? And we were like, it just, it feels weird to be working on two seasons at one time. Mm -hmm. And so to be sitting here and kind of feel like, well, we have plenty of time to rewatch old seasons. It's like, yeah, but that's not how we want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of an indescribable feeling of no, that's not right. We can't do that. It,
0: it really, it yes, yes. I I agree with you one hundred percent. I just think that I I really want to get the 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 closure and the emotional. Um, exodus of of the finale of season 15 like the show is over and this is how it ends and then to go back to one and know what the show is as an entire unit is is I think where I want to be for for the meta of of the of you know each early episode
1: yeah, we want to be able to start with season one, episode one, the pilot. We want to start with having fifteen seasons in mind,
0: mm-hmm. and to know, yeah, to 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 know the whole story before reflecting back on mm-hmm. it, how it came to be.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Like speaking of that, there's been some gift sets that have been crossing my Tumblr dash. I'm like. Oh, The people who say that only the first five seasons are worth watching are really missing out on the complexity and kind of the richness to the story that was added in these later seasons. Like returning Mary to the storyline is such a game changer when you look back on those early seasons and think like this isn't a character that is going to sit here frozen in death and mourned. like we get to mm-hmm. reopen her story and... See more complexity with it and then revisit these earlier seasons with this complexity in mind. Like, goddamn this show. (laughs) Doing, like, good things with how long it's been on. We still are getting rich tapestry woven.
0: Yeah yeah i think i think a lot about the evolution of uh sam and Dean's relationship and how they've really grown into their own people and they you know they they're still uh, uh, uh what am i trying to say they're still such a so integral to each other but they can but they're not so so um, dangerously codependent as as an unhealthy in their relationship as they were in seasons one through seven.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, your mileage may vary on that. They'll be definitely the people who watch and really enjoy that codependency or they enjoy a show that just has the mess. You know, this is a ugly scenario they're stuck in, they're fighting against fate and they're imperfect and they're just doing the best they can. And like, that's a fine story to tell, but it's very infrequent that we have shows that run long enough to show a character changing Mm -hmm. or breaking old patterns. And like particular for Sam and Dean, we get to see them learn to trust each other without second-guessing that and from that trust be able to have more distance between them to be their own people while knowing like my life is never going to be complete if you're not in it like they're still codependent but it's more of an interdependence than it is a necessity to function on even like the bare minimum
0: yeah, in preferring one dynamic over the other, like if you just really, really love the seasons one through six, um, or or now really are enjoying, uh, their relationship ten through fifteen, um, that's it, you can go either way. But but And you have the choice. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. The the evolution though is undeniable. The fact that we see that change is is you're right, not something that we get to see very often in in, in any media.
1: Yeah. There's just not the time to allow your characters to be messy in multitudes of ways. And yet still come out with lessons learned and Mm -hmm. perspectives changed. And to have it done in such a subtle way. Like, it's never at this point where we have Sam and Dean sit down and go, you know, this is really not healthy. And my therapist said that we should really be doing this. Like, (laughs) we don't ever have anything like that. It's more that we get to see this organic evolution through different showrunners and different interpretations from different writing crews. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's so, I mean, it it's so interesting to, to know that um, you can watch an episode from season four or an episode from season eight or an episode from season 12 and you're going to get a different cast every time, but it's all still cast. And that's, you know, that goes for any character. I just use cast as an example.
1: Yeah, well, because you don't have to like every instance of a writer's interpretation of the characters, but having such a diverse kind of instances that they've gone through in different scenarios, you get to have a more nuanced look at what this character is, you know, to say something is out of character or something came from left field or you don't like it and you're not sure why, like... I mean the average viewer is not going to sit there and be like, I'm going to do backflips the way that we will, but it gives you an opportunity to go, Well, where did that come from? Like to try and understand the writing decisions and then by doing so gain this extra insight into these characters that you adore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know, I just think it all it all it all does fit. Uh we we have we have a vast And uh, nuanced canon. Yeah. We're really lucky in that regard. And there are just thousands of ways to interpret any given thing.
1: Yeah. And to have just new interpretations still be coming up Mm -hmm. is incredible. Like, just this morning there was our group chat going on and these new takes on the characters. It's like, Oh my God, have we not talked about them enough already? (laughs) But that's such a short sighted vision of it because yeah, I mean, you can always find something new and just positing out a what if, you know, like what if this is the motivation behind that scene? And then that just opens up a whole new world of, well, that would carry these implications and, You get to work through 320 episodes at this point Mm -hmm. of where that gets supported and where it gets denied. And again, it's not to sit there and be like, well, this was contradictory to event X 10 seasons ago. It's to go look at the nuance, look at the development, look at the complexity that has happened for these characters. And how lucky are we to get to enjoy this? Yes, yes, I'm so grateful. Like, I know that's so weird to say in the situation that we're in with COVID-19 happening mm-hmm. and shelter in place happening and just this whole shake up to what is normal. But with that shakeup, you get to kind of say, well, what are the things that I want to hold on to? And like, what are the things that maybe I'm missing right now, but I'm going to be really excited to get back? And having that chance to kind of reflect gives you just a greater appreciation for those little things that you maybe just overlooked before. And I mean, as silly as it is to say, a TV show means so much to me, a TV show means so much to me. And it just makes me really grateful that there is a environment out there. There is a huge fandom that feels the same way.
0: And I think that, um, it, this th- you know everything that's happening with the unexpected hiatus, um, it, it has also um, uh, bolstered my my confidence that uh, my interest will endure. As, I know what you mean. <laughs> as as horrible as it sounds to I say. I hear how tepid you are <laughs>
1: saying this.
0: But it, it's true. There, I mean, <laughs>
1: one year ago, I think it was yesterday as of this recording, a very famous television series had its series mm-hmm. finale and it vanished off the face of the earth. And that is kind of a fear that comes with any media ending. Is how much was my love for it tied to constantly having fresh entertainment delivered to me on this subject?
0: Mm-hmm. But even even when we do have those long, you know, dry spells, and very soon we'll have the end of the series, um, I I I am still just wholly invested in this series, and it will always. I'll always be you know just just unendingly fond, mhm. There's
1: going to be a soft spot for it that is not going to get kind of plastered over and put away the second that the last episode airs
0: one one of these uh quarantinies i should I should talk about um. I I I guess my past fandom experiences, and because because for me to say what I'm saying now, which is, uh, like honestly, even if, though the show hasn't ended yet, that I I can say with confidence that I, uh, th- I will always be part of this fandom. Uh, I've had experiences where a show ends or or the fandom pe- just peters off, um where my, my, you know, a a bad ending or, or just kind of the, the lack of, of, uh, fandom content has, has, uh, I, I just, I've, I've phased out of that interest, but there are uh, other fandoms where the same thing may have happened, you know, content does peter off, but, but my, like, emotionally, I'm still just as tied to it as I was uh, when I first got into the fandom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to think of, like, what, 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 it's just interesting to think which, which fall in one bin and which fall in the other.
1: Yeah. And why sometimes, too. hmm Yeah, I'm trying to think of my past fandoms and like, I don't know if I've ever left one. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's been some that I've just kind of faded out from, but I also had one particular fandom where I basically felt obligated to leave it because of the environment surrounding it. And then that made for really complicated feelings surrounding it Mm. because as new content came out or new media, it was like, I felt the door or a window between me and the content where I was like, I could be enjoying this so much more than I am. Right. And I just don't want to engage on that depth because of the note that it ended on. But to look at the supernatural fandom, I mean, there's a bad reputation that surrounds it. And I do think that there's been historically events that have earned that reputation, Mm -hmm. but for the fandom that is, kind of the majority of it or perhaps the parts that I engaged with. It's a really positive environment and it is people that are coming out of the woodworks to be supportive. Like, there is a Indiegogo fundraiser happening right now for a fandom project. And even though there was maybe some setbacks that came along with funding, people were still coming out. No, like, what can we do? What can we do to make sure that this happens? And, you know, people that are fans were able to say, like, I can't participate, I just don't have the funds. And then other fans would step in and say, I got you, I'll buy a book, and mm-hmm. you guys can give it away to whoever you want. Like, that is a huge show of generosity that you don't necessarily see in all fandoms, and certainly in all corners of the internet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I think that Supernatural is probably the largest fandom that I've ever been a part of, but on on the whole, it is also the most welcoming and generous, and and just in just in. in I want to say engaging, but more like in Eng- invested, or in like it's it's community, community driven. Community, community—that's the word. Yeah, yeah. It's it is the most. Um, Community-driven fandom than I've ever been in. I yeah. I I, every other fandom that I've ever been in, I I wasn't you know compelled to engage in it uh, on a personal level. Yeah, you could just sit at lurker status. Exactly, exactly. But but the people of the supernatural fandom, um, are just just joyful and 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 so eager to to share.
1: Yes, I totally agree. Like the last fandom that I left, it was on such a sour note that I was kind of like I'm done with fandoms. And I tried dipping my toes in one or two that came after and there was just such a fear associated with it i didn't want to be known i didn't want to be seen mm-hmm. but then the supernatural fandom just by its breadth of content and the depth of character for the people involved mm-hmm. it's like well i i can't just sit here i don't want to just sit here i want mm-hmm. to do something that engages with this community and then look where
0: we are i know i know i know i you know it started it started with just Talking with people, and then it goes into creating your own content, and and the, that's why we have this podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's wild to think about just how the trajectory changes for your life based off the fact that, hey, I decided to open this link, or I decided mm-hmm. to tune into this channel this day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Buckwild. We... uh I I have one more shaving people punting things video that I need that I just needed okay. to highlight. Okay, yes. <laughs> because when when you asked me which my favorite was, I was really torn between First Beer and Where's Dean. Oh my god. <laughs> because <laughs> because in Where's Dean you know, through all these videos, uh, you mentioned before, you have your leads uh, who just love to ham it up. It's their, it's their default defense mechanism. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take the thing that made someone giggle, or that that made me flub a line, and and uh, turn it up to fifteen in the next scene to get that laugh. Oh my god, yes. And we see it all the time from Jared and Jensen, but in Where's Dean, we 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 are gifted with with the same kind of behavior from Misha who who I never see that from and who is We get the rise of Misha Lecky. Like... Yes, yes, the rise of Misha Lecky. <laughs> oh my god, just
1: Yeah, I know what you mean, that here we have, like, Jared kind of poking fun at um, Misha's take on this scene. And so the next shot that they make of it, or the next take that they make, Mm -hmm. Misha just completely revs up the engine on that Uh little critique. And he's like, I'll give you something to critique, basically. (laughs) And then they all just throw themselves into it. They're like, this is just the fun that they can do because the shot's ruined who cares let's have some fun with it
0: right 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 and and to see that from misha it, it it made me sentimental because you you hear about you know the first couple of years of misha on on set and how how he was definitely more like reserved in in partaking in the nonsense Mm -hmm. you you hear it you hear hear it at conventions from jared and, and jensen all the time they worked so hard to to antagonize uh uh misha in the you know under the thin veil of uh drawing him out of his shell-, shell. Yeah. It it was hazing. It's like it, we're going to perform a light hazing. <laughs> but but you know there that that video where's Dean? Uh it really it really made me happy and especially to to see Shoshonda uh there too. Oh my god,
1: yeah. Like when they had Jared uh displayed across the medic bed and we're trying to pull him into position uh-huh. and he's just a huge dead weight that the two of them are just lumping around
0: mm-hmm. i know i know that that video gave me the um gave me the the greatest sense of family just the, mm-hmm. the cast and crew you know we always say has really just grown into this SBN family I'm
1: I'm sitting here grinning, thinking of like Misha dragged basically one of those blood pressure cuffs, the <laughs> pump that you use to make the cuff in biggin. Uh-huh. And he drags that across Jared's face. And Jared, you can see he's just contorting because this is not a feeling you wish to have against your lips while your eyes are closed. And then just do I need shots or cream? Like, just having Misha do that to Jared. I'm like, this is so enriching. Like, yes, I gained probably 10 life points and lost two IQ, but it's worth it. Like, it's worth it. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, we're pretty lucky. And, like, who knows what Monday's going to bring. Yep. And we have uh we we have a a backlog guys we got some stuff to talk about because we have been we like i said we've we've gotten we've got a good bit of content you know it's hiatus but but we're we're sitting pretty, i think I'm sorry, I'm sitting here, I'm just smiling and I'm like, <laughs> we're pretty lucky we're pretty lucky we are we are yeah it's it's so it's so lucky to have uh uh actors that that are just so happy to engage with the fandom um and i'd say crew that are willing to be yes. like okay we might not
1: be on air but we're going to put together one of these videos it's going to be something that the fans will like like they don't have any obligation to be doing this right now there's no onus to the fans to be putting out content and yet they're making sure that we have just this steady trickle of new insights and new entertainment coming Mm -hmm. our way Mm -hmm.
0: i agree um we're coming up on an hour on 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 this recording and mm-hmm. where's and and do we want to do we want to share maybe one uh, happiness that happened uh for us this week
1: oh, I actually had mine volunteered to me by my dad because oh um My family and I, we tend to just get together to watch a random show, and then that's our sit-down, kind of communal. We're going to do that a couple times a week. And so the latest that we started on was Lock and Key on Netflix. They have the season one with 10 episodes out right now. And I... I can't remember if I'd read the graphic novel or not. I definitely have the first volume, but it's among the many volumes that I have. And so watching this, I was noticing the one character, the English teacher. I'm like, oh my God, it's Rufus. And like, he's totally not Rufus's personality in the show. (laughs) So I like keep expecting him to be just like (laughs) grumpy or like, I don't know. It's just... Seeing characters in a role different than the one where you got to know them. Like, if you see Jim Beaver in anything, I'm like, uh-huh. it's Bobby. And so he's <laughs> Rufus to me. And like, when I saw him in Birds of Prey, it was the same thing. I'm like, oh my god, Rufus can't fucking be here. This is DC. And then, yeah, watching Lock and Key, my dad was like, you should mention that on your podcast, that it's the supernatural. That's not what my dad sounds like, but (laughs) this is what I think is the encouragement to make this my happy for the week.
0: Oh my gosh. Rufus is in Birds of Prey. I haven't seen that one yet.
1: Oh my gosh. You
0: should see it's like the only movie that came out this year. I know. (laughs) I know I keep I keep waiting until what's that one Tumblr post that's like what you know that feeling when you really want to consume some new media but your brain is just like wait Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. wait your brain's like we're at capacity (laughs) you can't introduce anything at this time
0: you have to wait I'm like wait for what just wait (laughs) (laughs) so I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet but I'm very much looking forward to it
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I enjoyed it. It was good. And and lock and key. Uh, I've seen commercials for that, uh, but it it looks a little trippy. So tell me, t- you you'll have to let me know if it's any good.
1: I'll I'll say it's <laughs> my mom watching it. She's like, "The fuck is this?" Because she wasn't expecting <laughs> magic to be part of the story. What until- the hell did she watch the trailer? I We explained it to her, but, like, <laughs> bless my parents. They Just decide something, and then it doesn't matter what you tell them. They're like, no, we're not going to buy it. Like, earlier in this week, I was like, okay, we're going to be recording on such and such day, so, like, don't come by. Come the day before. And so, yesterday, mm-hmm. they don't come by. And I'm like, they, they fucking didn't listen to me. Like, I sat there, and I was like, do not come on this day. And they're like, come on that day? Okay. So, like... My, I swear, my mom just decided that the show was about, like, this family that was grieving and that moved into an old house. And we're like, <laughs> no, 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 there's these magic keys. And she's like, I didn't hear that part. I heard the house. <laughs> and so when the keys show up, she was just, like, making this face that is so reminiscent of my grandma because she was <laughs> the same way with media. She was like, this is stupid as hell. Like, she wouldn't be afraid to tell you, like do not fucking bring her to a Marvel movie. She would have shit to say. And so I just, like, saw my grandma in my mom watching Lock and Key with my mom being like, the fuck is this? And then three episodes in, she's like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm fine with this. So that's a long way of saying it's not really trippy, but, like, do expect magic, because otherwise you're going to be sitting there with a huge question mark over your
0: head. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Yeah. I I, Did you know that you were going to be encountering uh, a Rufus in the Wild when you went into Lock and Key? (laughs) No, I I didn't expect him in Birds of Prey. I did not expect him in Lock and Key. He just shows up and then he's
1: delightful. So I'm always
0: glad to see him. Oh, I love him so much. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I felt the same way when I was watching... um, the Ranch, which is another Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher. Yes, yes. And uh Jim Beef Jim Beaver is in ah! that show. Ah! And, and and when he first showed up, he's like he's like the 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 the, the straight laced country. I've got a gun father to the oh love interest God. of Asht- Ashton Kutcher. And he's like, you better be good to my daughter. And, oh my God. and, and he, and he's like, like seeing Jim Beaver without the trucker cap. I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what the it's fuck surreal. Is this? You're- okay.
1: Not to like jump on your happy, but like he showed up in Watchmen, that came with HBO just Ooh, this past year. That's another he's, one that I want to watch. It's, it's so good. I highly recommend you sit down and watch it because, and like, especially if you can sit down and watch every episode, because even watching it one a week was like, holy shit, that hour was good. So I'm almost tempted to sit down and watch the whole thing at once. Ooh. But he's in it on one episode and then they like give him a different name, and I'm like, no, 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 that's Bobby. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, And no. then to the effect of like Jim Beaver without a hat, he's in Crimson Peak, right? Like with Tom Hiddleston and Jessica Chastain and Mia. Yeah, I will not pronounce her name correctly because I, I can't remember.
0: I don't know that one. You don't know Crimson Peak? No, no. That, that's a
1: Guillermo del Toro um, gothic oh. horror that came out a couple years back. Oh, it's going to be easily three years back. Nope, but I don't know that one. Oh well, you could put that on the watch list because you have Jim <laughs> Beaver without a hat in it, and you're like, "Who are you, Bobby? How did you time travel back here, and why do you have a daughter?"
0: I mean, seriously, in in the ranch, he's got like a a a a um oh my god, what's the fucking word? Um, like a Stetson? <laughs> no, he's I'm like he has to have a different hat, so that's where my mind is. He's, he, he no he um in in the ranch he's got like a button up plaid long sleeve shirt tucked into his khakis and they khakis. and he threatens Ashton Kutcher in a Bass Pro Shop. I just I just I don't know what this is. I feel like my jaw's unhinging.
1: It's khakis. like falling off my face. The second you said Kathy's, I was like, "This is a four oh four. Like, this is a divide by divide by zero <laughs> error hitting my brain." Hmm. Oh my god! It it's gonna be so wild when we see like Jared in Walker. Oh on my CW. god! Oh or my like god. whatever Jensen is going to do next, or whatever Misha is going to do next. Like, it's gonna be insane. That, I'm gonna be like, um. Yeah, no, my brain is still, like, putting up 404 errors. It's like, you don't want to even imagine this right now, girl. <laughs>
0: and and you know what? You know what really bugs me out? I think that Jared is still going to um, be very... Uh, uh, okay, leaving Jared out of it... What I want to say is Jensen's not going to have the voice in the next, (laughs) in the next whatever he does, but so, so it's not going to be so weird watching Jared because I think he's still going to be like Jensen. no, no, Jared. I think I think that in Walker, th- J- Jared is still going to act like Jared acts, and he's mm-hmm. still going to do the face twitches and 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 he's still. Uh, I was trying not to be insulting, but I'm like I'm not being insulting. <laughs> I'm just You're, he's going to be reminiscent of what we're familiar yes. with. Like we're going yes. to recognize Jared. We're going to recognize Jared. He's going to be reminiscent of what of of what we're familiar with, yes, in from from Fifteen Years of Supernatural. But the next thing that we see Jensen in, he's not gonna be Dean. He's not gonna be anywhere in the same stratosphere as Dean. I I sit on the fence with that, because
1: he definitely could do anything. But it's like the little Deanisms that just come out from him that you're gonna be watching something, you're like, there's no overlap with Dean Winchester in his character. And there's gonna be this one thing that happens, you're like, oh fuck, that's Dean right there. Like <laughs> I think that's gonna be inescapable. Oh man, I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be so cool.
0: It's gonna be like heartbreaking a little bit, but it's also gonna be really exciting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. I, I actually have two happies for the week. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Um, one was that I got to wake up Tuesday morning to the uh, announcement that season two of the Umbrella Academy is coming <sighs> at the end of next month. Yeah.
1: And, like, the video they used to announce it, too.
0: Oh, it was so fun! Yes, we have all of the uh main six, uh, recreating from their uh homes, the the dancing scene from. I think we're alone now. I think we're alone now. Dun 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 Anyone dun, 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 around? <laughs> I can't sing. But I not know the little words. Company. <laughs> And, 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 um, that was trippy for two reasons, because, because, like, I, I think my brother linked me the video, and, and I got to watch it, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. And then at the end of the video, they were like, July 31st. That's, mm-hmm. that's like a month from now. I was not expecting that. I It's gonna
1: feel like a month from now, because the time is a strange construct this year and yeah july is going to be around the corner if we're not careful
0: yeah 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 just two uh, just two months until until they're going to drop the season 2 in a time that i would not have expected we got any anything like that like a yeah. like a whole new season of one of my favorite shows yeah I, Netflix is a curious creature. It's so difficult to tell what's going on. Like,
1: my brother is waiting for an announcement of a season for um, the Dragon Prince. They're wait, we're waiting for season four to get mm-hmm. announced, let alone released. But then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they had like Kipo and the Wonder Beast or the Age of the Wonder Beast. Season two is coming out on like July twelfth. Well, like, the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> like, I'm very excited, but like. How do you guys make your decisions for things coming out because like you said the umbrella the umbrella academy took me totally by surprise as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean when I when I saw the title of the video in the link that my brother sent me and it was um you know season 2 announced I I would have never guessed that season 2 announced would mean you have 2 months and then you're going to get yeah. and then you're going to get fed. Like, announced with a date of yes. completion
1: around the corner.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So I was very excited about that. It was trippy also because, and I need to look up the name of the actor. I'll bring up uh, all of my feelings uh, on 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 this series that I'm about to mention at, at a later date when I have five minutes to talk about it. But <laughs> um, the actor who is uh, Luther... And mm-hmm. the Umbrella Academy is also Billy Bones in Black Mirror. No, not Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> in Black Flag. Black sales. Black Sails! I'm like, I haven't even Black watched this. <laughs> this. Why? Why did I just absolutely dial tone on that? <laughs> I glitched out there. But yeah, um fucking fucking Percy from Merlin uh uh he was in Game of Thrones he's Billy Bones in Black Sails he's Luther in uh in The Umbrella Academy and I have been obsessively watching Black Sails the past month mm-hmm. and and then to see that The Umbrella Academy was coming out I was like I know you I've been watching you swashbuckle around in in you know pirate bullshit for the past <laughs> month.
1: <laughs> well, it like feeds right back into that it's so surreal to see mm-hmm. a actor or someone that you're familiar with as one character all of a sudden jump ship into someone else. You're like, "No, no, no. My wheels are going to spin for a bit before I'm able to follow you." Like, mm-hmm. I will follow you, but this is so wild.
0: <laughs> yep, 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 that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. My, my my second happy this week was my m- one of my very good friends who loves me very much dropped me a belated uh a uh, birthday fic and it's so good and guys if you are a supernatural uh reader you should so check out Uh, One of my favorite authors, who happens to be a good friend as well, gifted me a birthday fic, which was the uh, 36 Questions That Lead to Love by Ailey Kendara. Sorry. I'm so sorry I butchered that. I don't know (laughs) how to say it out loud. I think that you did fine. I... (laughs) I got a gift in fic this week. It is Dean Cass, and it has a fake relationship with bonus Claire, and it's so good. And mm-hmm. then it also got me very just, just espion happy. So I also went back and I read, wait, can I talk, can I talk mm-hmm. about your fic? Okay. <laughs> So I also went back and I read another birthday gift that I got from our very own B a few months ago, which is A Tale That Can't Be Told by Vaudelin. And it's so good. Uh, It's so good. This one is Amnesia and Season 15 Coda. So... Both of these fic are canon fic. Both of these fic were my favorite tropes, and I have friends who are very, very kind to me. Well, we love you very much. Highly recommend. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna link to both these fics in the show notes because, because they are my wrecks for the week. Oh, I'm like Aries right now. I'm like, no, <laughs> Aries. Oh my gosh. Yes, belated, but very, very, a very pleasant surprise when uh, when I got dropped a, a, a an AO3 gift in my inbox this week. So. Yeah,
1: and like, she wrote a whole bunch of fic and posted for her birthday. Like, her birthday was an opportunity to give gifts to us. I'm like, <laughs> I got tears in my She's, she's so, so good kind, and she's just so good. I hope you don't mind we're talking you up
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And and I mean I I I I haven't actually been reading a lot of thick, but those I mean those kind of lit a fire under my butt. I'm mm-hmm. I, I I I read more this week than I have in a in a while. I've been reading a lot of published
1: novels. That's kind of been where I've been pulled into. So let me just think. I read...
0: No, no, no. You have to save them. You have to tell me all about them.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun,
0: dun. Dun, dun, dun. Tune in
1: next week
0: for the buttloads
1: of books I've been reading.
0: I am... Excited to hear it. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the one audio, I mean, I'll tell you about the one novel that my coworker keeps, uh, uh, recommending to me and I keep telling yeah. him I'll read. And I actually downloaded the audiobook for it and I still haven't gotten around to it. So. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think this is more than we anticipated for a Quarantini. This doesn't feel like a Quarantini. This feels like a Corin moderate that doesn't work hey. <laughs> well that's not a portmanteau
0: well this was our first week back and we had a lot to talk about so i don't fault us for going uh a, a little longer on our quarantine than we might have thought we were going yeah. to on the whole we, but-
1: we have a whole two months pent up of being like Hey guys, it's been quiet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, this hour for me has just been so rejuvenating just, mm-hmm. you know, for for one getting, you know, it's hard to get engaged. And
1: it's it's yeah. hard interacting with people right now. I find like especially if you are at any sort of distance from them. Mm -hmm. I feel like just living is taking a lot more energy than it used to. And sometimes that just means that there's not the energy that you need to have to kind of reach out. But it still is so important. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad to have this chance to talk with you, Remy.
0: Me too. I'm very happy that we decided to come back with, with, uh, with these, with with these, sh- these strange and unusual <laughs> bullshit <laughs> the, <laughs> with, with, to, to come back with our bullshit yes yes <laughs>
1: so, yes.
0: so, so yeah. hopefully you guys agree and we will see you guys next week yeah take care stay safe and stay healthy yeah, yeah. God, I shouldn't say it like that
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. We will see you guys next week. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.